time. This episode is still token with we dive into the mind of Ed Till. Ed hosts a midday talk radio show called Florida Man Radio out of Orlando, Florida. We got a crazy episode coming at you right now. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Your book of life will find you A mile deep in my free mind will keep me From under your spell And when we die you'll be Another angel in heaven But me, I'll be A fucking legend in hell Your book of life will find you A mile deep in my free mind Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. And here we are. We are now live on another awesome episode of Still Talk, Still Token with. Weird. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, so that ad that you just saw is our sponsor, Deadly Grounds Coffee, and uh, they help make this show possible. And with that, we have Ben. Yo. How's it going, sir? Um, like that. <laughs> <laughs> Before the show, you said that's your mood of 2020. Uh, yeah, that's my mood for 2020. Actually, it was uh, I had I had something pretty and floral up here, and then we were backstage with our guest. And after about five minutes of talking to him, I was like, oh, I got to change this to a fuck show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Jeffrey, how's it going, sir? Oh, it's going great. How's everybody doing this? What, what would you call this? The Turkey Eve? We can turkey call it, Eve. Yeah, we can call. Oh it yeah, Eve. this is Stuff the Bird Eve, isn't it? Yeah, Stuff the Bird Eve. I'm sure nice. there's people out there with their hand in a turkey's ass right about now, or in something's <laughs> ass, you know. <laughs> 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 Uh, Joanne, unfortunately, Deadly Grounds does not have K-Cups. 
Uh, <laughs> and yeah, no, I am not high. <laughs> Leo doesn't get high. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm, I'm naturally. Uh, uh, Fucked in the head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeff, would you like to introduce our awesome guest? Uh, yeah, this guy's hailing from uh, originally from New York, now down in Florida. Radio host um, Ed Tile. <laughs> <laughs> what an Tile. ass! What an ass! <laughs> it's good. I it's easy to spell. I say that when I call a power company. Uh, whenever I, I'm doing, t I go, man, they go, what's your last time? I go, Tile, T-Y-L-L. If I go Till and I go T-Y, all kinds of confusion. All Excellent. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you guys. I'm Thanks. glad you're Thanks here. Thanks for joining us. I yeah. hear you're some funny guy, so I guess we're going to find out, you know? <laughs> I just want to, I got one question real quick for you, Ed. Yeah. Now, I, I've been watching your show um, when you go live during the day. And as your intro music's coming on and your sponsors, you're doing this. Were you doing that during ours, or were you actually sit seriously yeah, just no, playing, I, playing I just, with your I fucking phone? Through, I just got to that was before. Awesome, you know. I got caught off guard. I had nobody to share with. He goes, <laughs> "It's time to share." Now. I go, "Oh shit! I don't know anybody. I have to share." So I, instead of sharing, I danced. I, 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 <laughs> I, I I'm all revved up. It, it gets the heart rate, which puts the blood into the cerebellum. And uh, it's been working, so I'm going to keep it up. Yeah. Oh, that's our problem, Jeff. We sit down, so the blood rushes from the cerebellum to the other cerebellum. And right. Uh -oh. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. I almost was going to bring that up. Since 1987, I have been doing the show standing up. I have not sat on a chair to broadcast since early uh, 1987, since January. Uh, I got to a station in Atlanta. It was a stand-up uh, board, control board. No one could sit. And I've been standing up since. I love uh, doing radio standing up. Great. Nobody would know. No. No. I well, mean, I'm surprised you got talk. dressed. All this stuff, right. You, you can't do it. If you're sitting down, this sucks, right? Yeah, this is not fun. But you're standing up. Right. Got all the perimeter that you need. Well, see, if I, if I was standing up right now, they wouldn't be looking at my face. <laughs> okay. That's it, right. You have to have a camera that swivels. Right. That's it. Is a, a swivel. Point away. <laughs> My God! But you, you know, you mentioned that I'm from Florida. You have like a great tan. Where are you uh, from? Who me? Who? Yeah. Where are you tonight? I'm in Massachusetts. <laughs> That's a snowbird. <laughs> where do you Where do you get the tan in Massachusetts at this time of the year? No, I usually live my life really heated. <laughs> uh, right. So right. it's, it's my, my, tan. my right. tan comes from the in, from the inside. I got it. No, that's high Jeez. blood pressure, but it looks great on camera. <laughs> <laughs> what do doctors know anyway? What about this year, right? Yeah. Who you know, I just adjust the contrast on my uh, my monitor here, and it makes me look good. Oh, my, I heard the monitor. Yeah, that's Massachusetts in the monitor. <laughs> I, I, you must love watching The Departed with all those bad accents. Oh, they are yeah. really bad, too. Yeah, no one knows what they're supposed to sound like in that movie. Yeah. No. <laughs> Love that film. Anyway, guys, uh, it's a pleasure to be with you. So this can be anything that you have questions you want to ask. I'm, uh, I can answer anything you need. Or should I prepare questions for you guys? I can ask you guys whatever, whatever you want to do. Um, no, we usually just kind of fucking wing it. There's no script. Nice. Beautiful. There's no script. We just we get on. We have fun. Right. We, we let uh, we let our viewers interact. Oh, As good. you can see, oh, okay. Tim, there's Tim Warburton right there saying the $5 foot long. 
You That's know? Tim Warburton, right? Great guy, fantastic supporter of all. He's a content supporter, that guy. He He's likes awesome. content, man. Yeah, we had him on a couple months ago. Um, Besides, I guess, uh, did you explore the whole? Uh, well, hey, we're trying to get him know, to come up to the filming location in New York get, to yeah. give us massages. You know, yeah, but that show went up. You know, you got to get good fingers. You got to get fingered up. You know, you got to. Yeah, that, that show that show kind of looks like my good. backdrop. <laughs> yeah, feel good. You got to get somebody's fucking hands in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And of course, we've got Mike Mike Mullen in here. You know, stirring up the pot. Right, Mike is, uh, you know, Mike's a very low-key guy. You notice that about Mike? Very unexcitable. Never hear Mike express any emotion. Got to try to bring Mike's emotions out a little bit more. Mad man. <laughs> Great. That's good. Well, we got everybody in town. Yes, of course I want the happy ending, Dave. I live my life for a happy ending. Well, I don't know if Tim's <laughs> going to give you a happy ending. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. Wow. That, can, that sounds like 25 upstate. Right there. Although uh, Mike Mike did send me a picture of Tim um, behind the scenes when we were on the show, and I think I laughed for about a half an hour. Um, I won't I won't tell anybody what it's about, Tim. <laughs> look, look, they're all they're like tell everybody's tell like, us. okay, well, no, Mike's gonna Mike's gonna tell you in the chat. I won't I won't be that. You won't be that. No, I won't be that one. You'll be happy, just not the way you expect. Yeah, well, that's always good. I like surprises. <laughs> <laughs> if you go past the first knuckle, then... Uh... <laughs> oh, that's my arthritic knuckle, the first thing. <laughs> Careful with that. Don't damage it. It's very gentle. <sighs> uh, so, Ed, uh, why don't you introduce uh, yourself? Tell people what the Florida oh, Man sure. Radio oh, really yeah, is. Fuck, that's why we're here, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's a... Uh, um, what is it? It's a radio show. I've been doing it since 1975. That's when I started. I was in college, and um, you kids could Wikipedia all this, but there was a guy named Nixon who was a bad, bad... Well, he wasn't so bad compared to, but he was a, a guy they were going after, and a guy named Gerald Ford took over and pardoned him I went nuts and insisted on having a talk show at the age of 19. So I go to my college and I go, hey, I want to get on the college uh, station. No way. Freshmen don't get on the station. Fuck you. Get lost. Whoa. So I, I went and found a radio station in New Jersey. I bought a slot at two o'clock in the morning. I would prepare it and uh, record it on a Thursday. I would send it to the station. They'd rack the thing up, play it on the air, and I would get my girlfriend in my Chevelle, and we would drive all the way down to South Jersey and listen to the show. And that's how I got started with all this. Wow, did you get any while you were in the Chevy? Oh, and, you know, that was an apartment. You not only got them, <laughs> you had to change your clothes in the Chevy. Yeah, big glove box, you know, big under the seat, all kinds of places to hide stuff in the Chevelle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good cubic footage in a Chevelle. Good cubic footage for, uh, you know, hiding things. Plenty of leg space, too. Mm. <laughs> the uh, I, I think what really brought fellatio into the mainstream was the bench seat. 
Well, that just, yeah. Before Henry Ford invents the car, I don't think we're seeing much fellatio uh, in general. Uh, Once we get to the bench seat, she is just either falling over there and she's in the neighborhood or she's going. But the the angle, all the perpendicular lines are perfect for that. So well-designed. A pop culture note, uh, American sexuality. People are interested in that. Yeah, and then they went and put that little cup holder thing in the middle and screwed it all up. <laughs> the cup holder. Well, where, where do you want her to expectorate? Is she going to go down? Or are you just going to use what's right there? <laughs> oh, that's what the... Let's just do what we have to do. Holder. It's for her elbows. I uh, got it. You know, and the uh, elbow pads come to mind. I, I don't know why I'm thinking of that, but if you take a glove and you fold it over, a girl's mitten can be a girl's elbow pad. Gotta be, gotta be thinking. Okay. <laughs> if, you're living, if you're living in a Chevelle, you have to. What do you do with the hat? I'm sorry. What do you do with the hat? The hat. Well, you said gloves. Don't they wear a hat with gloves? Oh, uh, you mean? Oh, Come on, you mean, keep, uh, keep up. Sorry, you mean the beanie? The beanie? Yeah, oh, the, the spit, beanie. The spit cup. Right. <laughs> that spit cup comes with the Jebel. That's from General Motors. <laughs> Leo, I think we crashed this fucking train right into the wall. Oh yeah, oh, it, now, is that a new, is that a new record? Did I break the show? I just came on for a few. I, I already broke the show. <laughs> yeah, no, I, sure. I think, I think the record one. You fuck up their show now. <laughs> I think the record was five minutes, and that was Jeff. That was fifteen oh, yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what time is it? Right, is my clock telling the truth? Is it five to seven? No, it can't. Uh, it's actually no. 7.20. No, right. I know. Right, so, uh, I see everything uh, 25 minutes ago. Your first show is 2 o'clock in the morning in New Jersey. Yeah, WRLB, Long Branch, New Jersey. And where'd you go from there? Well, you know what? I thought you were going to ask me. You know what my first topic was? I'll just give you an idea. Sex? The Gerald Ford guy. I went Same on thing. there to take down the president of the United States on my first show. That's my first show. We got to get rid of this guy. And I want you now to start getting ready to vote for whoever else we're putting on. And then who else we got? We got that farmer guy. Oh, you don't even want to know. You're too young to vote. <laughs> it was very irritating at the time. The guy who replaces the guy I don't like wears his sweater, tells you to turn down your thermostat. That was the president we had after that. It was terrible. So anyway, that was uh, that was the beginning. And uh, from there, I uh, I really was a big fan of talk radio. So even though I was still in school, going to college, then I went to law school, which is crazy. But I, because I was in school, I was able to listen all the time. I, that's all I did really in graduate school was listen to talk radio. That was my full-time thing. So I was in Miami, going to the University of Miami, and um, they had an incredible lineup. The guy just died a couple of years ago, but he's one of the original shock jock talk show guys. Neil Rogers of Miami was at the uh, the height of his career. And it was wild, riveting radio every day. So uh, that was what I was doing um, until 1980. In 1980, I quit school, got a full-time job at a radio station and they said I could earn a show. They didn't give me a show. They said, if you do all this stuff for us, you could earn your way to a show. So uh, that's how I got started, really, WPS in Miami. So what'd you start off as, like, Mike Man? 
Every you're right, Mike man. I kept the studio. I parked my car. He had the he had the mittens and the beanie. Yeah. One guy said to me, "Here's my gun. Put it down for me at the front desk." Morning man of a radio station hands me his loaded pistol. Says, "Give this to the receptionist for me." So that's the kind of helper I was back in the day. Wow. You help you help people with their guns. I help people with their guns. And (laughs) they were good DJs. Days. And this was Jersey. Did it have to be like wiped off before? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> to call the FBI and get it cleared before you can touch it. No. Um... Shark bites. Shark bites podcast. It's the greatest show in history. From the Dorkning Network. Hosted by a nerd who's named Patsy. From movie reviews to tips on surviving the coronavirus, Shark Bites has it all. Follow us on Facebook and suggest topics at sharkbitespod at gmail.com. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This week back, and in, in, uh, the morning guys were all getting death threats. This is when... There was a guy, you guys are going to have heard of him. Did you ever hear of the Grease Man? The Grease yeah. Man? No. The Grease Man got thrown off the air when they had the Martin Luther King holiday. Grease Man goes on the air and says, can't you kill four more of these people to get me the rest of the week off? Oh, wow. <laughs> and that was the last anybody heard from Grease Man. Oh, yeah. Went, and it was legend. So that was the era that I came up in. Guys like that. The Grease Man, W-A-P-E, Jacksonville. Number one ratings. Same thing with Neil Rogers in Miami in the 70s. Guys openly gay on the air. So what's he talking about? Uh, taking bag boys from Publix giving them roofies and bringing them to his pool at night in Miami. This is what the show was in the daytime. Oh, Number wow. one, 1979, 19- <laughs> Leo, you look horrified. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was off the chain. And, uh, you know, we've gotten a lot more tight ass in America since then. We, mm-hmm. Things used to be wide open. You could say things that would really be like, whoa, I don't know what would happen with any of those guys. Poor Neil, he died about four or five years ago. And Grease Man has not been heard from since then. We're talking like 40 years ago, he made that, uh, yeah. So I don't know, we're in a cancel culture, right? Everybody, why everybody wants people canceled. So people say, I don't like it, take it off the air. I go, what are you, a fucking communist? What the fuck is your problem? What if I shoot you right through the fucking forehead, you cocksucker? What do you mean? You don't <laughs> fucking like what I said. So I have to stop? You need to leave the fucking country, pissant. Try fucking communist China. Try some fucking Russian as a second fucking language. But don't ever stop me from speaking something you don't fucking like. Because I, nobody in my generation plays that. Nobody. Right. Cen- censorship is brain cancer. And you will become stupid and failed if you can't listen to people that say exactly what you don't like. The exact opposite of what shatter your fucking world. You mm-hmm. can't handle that in dialogue. Then you shouldn't be with the 1776ers, man. Those are the guys that said, first item, you say whatever you want. First item mm-hmm. is you will have free speech. You know why? Because they're breaking off a king. 
When you're breaking away from a king, nobody had free speech. It went from zero to 100% in one stroke of the pen. So we're it on planet Earth. We are it. Every other country sucks ass. And I hope they're fucking watching right now on the fucking <laughs> internet, motherfucker. You suck ass. Well, you there goes all our viewers ball. in the UK. You gotta have the fucking balls. You gotta have the balls to withstand what we just went through. We just went through four years of all of this bullshit. I don't know another country on earth that can handle it. That would be mentally capable, strong enough to handle it. That's who we are. That's, that's why censorship and all this stuff is so. So I'm against the cancel culture. I, I'm against all that. You've got to let people say exactly what you don't like hearing. My weed that's is good. the most important stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This weed is good. <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of like why I'm on the air. That's a, you know, it's been a thing. You know, whether it's we talked about Lenny Bruce before uh, off the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that. I mean, if you don't have freedom of speech for things that you detest, then you don't have any freedom. You'll you'll be dead in a hundred years. You'll have one big idea go around, weigh everybody down. Nobody will do shit. Nobody will have an answer for anything. Now. So that's why I do the talk radio thing. It's um. Uh, we're in my era now. Now, the whole world is shock radio. It was the 1980s. The guy would go, today on the radio, a man named Ed Tills. And he would announce it like it was the fucking apocalypse. <laughs> and I'm looking at my mom would call, Edward, what did you say on your show? Edward, what? I go, I just gave an opinion. People are lazy, mom. I told them they were lazy fat asses. They deserve all the bullshit that they're getting in life because it's such fucking lazy uh, fat asses. Oh, well, you probably shouldn't say it that, you know, this guy, I wasn't saying uh, like anything revolutionary or uh, calling for insurrection. I was just, it was back in the uh, Reagan era. It was the same argument as now. If you're a Democrat, you want every fucking thing for free. And who the fuck is not sick of giving it to you? Why the fuck am I buying every fucking thing that you want? You want to fucking live here. You Fuck you. Earn it, prick. And I don't give a shit what color, fucking background you are. Shut the fuck up and make your money. Herman Cain made a ton of fucking money during Jim Crow. So who the fuck are you, you big crybaby? Black lives matter. My fucking balls matter. What matters is what you fucking do, not what you say. You don't matter shit until you've accomplished something. You don't fucking matter. Accomplish something, you fucking matter. And when you matter, you won't need a fucking parade. That tell me you fucking matter. You could shut the fuck up and matter like the rest of us. So this is the same thing we went through back in Reagan. If you start telling people, oh, but Ed, I have a health condition and I can't work and I'm on disability. I say, fuck you. We're going to send an inspector to your house with a fucking video camera. We think we were born fucking yesterday. Knock it off, bitch. There's a job somewhere you can do. Stop talking to me and find the fucking job. Because your way, you got no self-esteem right now. You're a beggar. You're a lowly beggar. And maybe we don't give a shit anymore. Maybe you ran that fucking song out. So What's, what's this, in the cup, Jeff? Yeah. So anyway. Orange soda. Oh. Yeah. What's it? What is it? Evan Williams in the cuphead? 
Oh, you know what? Evan is... Evan, how do you guys know about Evan Williams? Evan Mike just is... put it on the screen. <laughs> right around the corner. Right around the corner. I did... This is uh, Lipton, old school. This is the same iced tea we had on the table when I was a kid. But yeah, Evan Williams. I, I that's a that's my bourbon of choice. I know it's very pedestrian, but very delicious. Yeah, quite quite a good product. What about you, Leo? What are you drinking on tonight? Uh, Mountain Dew, Diet Mountain Dew. No fucking coffee. Uh, I had too much coffee already today. Oh. <laughs> I, I was just curious. I mean, I'm smoking a fucking joint. I figured you guys were all getting plastered. Ed was just going off. <laughs> Do you, um, let me ask about that Mountain Dew, though. Right, that became a breakfast drink. When I was in high school, because it is loaded with uh, caffeine, isn't it? Uh, well, it, isn't the do a, a caffeine jolter that we used to drink in the morning out of a styrofoam cup waiting for a bus to go to high school? It does have a, a good amount of caffeine, but the uh, I used to work IT and, right. um, you know, I was pushing like 80 hour weeks. It was insane. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, I. There's this website you can go to, uh, killed by caffeine or something like that. It like, like goes all over all the drinks. And, um, yeah, I, I used to down like, you know, uh, there was something called like Buku, which had like insane amount. It's like 800 milligrams of caffeine. Wow. It's absolutely right, insane. Right, right, right. Yeah. Was, you couldn't even have enough coffee to satisfy that. Oh, right? I wasn't drinking coffee. I was drinking, uh, energy yeah. drinks and popping, right. uh, caffeine pills. Right. That'll fucking do it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you ever dabble in the uh, vodka Red Bull arena? Uh, I have. It's. Uh... Uh, I, when we were doing stand up comedy, that was all anybody was doing. That was I was my first experience with the energy drink, yeah. as it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> nice! Yeah, you go there, you do a ten-minute set, you come down, you're like, yeah, okay, come on, where's the next set? Let's go. Then you go to the club. You're, hey man, when do I get up? I'm ready. I'm ready to go now. You know, can I get up there now? Oh my god, have another vodka on top of it. Yeah, completely incoherent. That's great. Wide awake drunks. Wide awake drunks. <laughs> oh shit! Before we touch on any other aspects, uh, Leo, you got some commercials to run. I do, I do. Um, get, Michael... get them running. We'll never get them in tonight. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, as you know, we we absolutely love supporting uh, indie artists, indie businesses, and the way the world is right now, we need to support the small businesses and the indie businesses. That's why Deadly Grounds Coffee is a sponsor of ours. They're a little mom and pop shop here in Connecticut. Make the absolute best coffee you'll ever have. Uh, you know, if you like flavored coffee, there's Death by Chocolate, which is amazing. Uh, there's, uh, but they have unflavored coffees <laughs> as well. Just really strong, really good. Uh, but here's the zombie talking about coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting.
and Center Sundays is back. They just sent me a new commercial. I haven't seen it yet, so uh, this is our first look right here. Yes, sir. You know what to do with your dead homie Blaze coming through with a little message just for you. The homies over at Hell Entertainment hit me up. They told me they're doing it all, yo. They're doing it all from photography to graphic design and publications, yo. And that ain't it. They're doing it for artists. They're doing it for artists around the motherfucking world. That's right. Not just your backyard. Not just out there on the streets in the states. They talking about the motherfucking world. That means the whole goddamn globe. That circle. That whole motherfucking circle. That's what the fuck they doing. They doing the damn Everybody, yo. And that ain't all. That ain't all. Look, 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 look. They on that next level. They on that next level. That's right, Center Sundays, they're doing their own podcast, 8 p.m. Eastern. they talking about everything from music and more. Check them out today, yo. Check them out today. You heard it here first. Your homie and my homies over at Hell Entertainment. Yo, that's what I'm about. This motherfucker. Bodies on the one suspicious. A body stop me. It's interesting to see the means and attacks. Okay. Well, alrighty then. Yeah. Dan, cool. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, after that, we got him drinking. What, what do you got there, Ed? What was that? Evan, what, I have to apologize. My girlfriend just reamed me out during your commercial break. Uh, so I have to apologize. Uh, she goes, what are you trying to do? She goes, you go off on this big political tirade. Well, knock it off. Have some fun with these guys. So, I, 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 honey, guess what my girlfriend's first name is? Who's having a worse year than a girl named Karen? Oh. Yeah. yeah, my girlfriend named Karen. It's unbelievable. Everybody always looked at her. It's like a sweet, adorable, blonde-haired, blue-eyed little surfer girl, Satellite Beach, Florida. And uh, this year, they've taken her into that girl with the dog in the park that sicked it on that guy. And she said to me, you, you, you're making me look bad. So I, I apologize uh, on behalf of my girlfriend. Was I out of line? Was I too uh, crazy before? I didn't listen to a fucking thing you said. So thank you. There you go. You didn't hear a word of it. Say, did he say? You didn't something? hear a word. Yeah, <laughs> well, no. See, all our viewers know that our guests don't reflect us. <laughs> She's right. You fucking hated it, right? You're like, what is he doing? Because I was getting high, so I don't know. What's that? Uh, you know, uh, hold no. on. Let me check ESPN. I got a bet. It was, it was like that Afro man. Song. I was getting high, so I just. Is that right? All right. Well, I, I don't know. Did offend anyone? I would like to acknowledge uh, that I know I did. There you go. See. <laughs> hey God, good enough, isn't it? You know. So, um, anyway, what else? But now I'm getting drunk with you. This is good. <laughs> uh, so, 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 so what do you got there, Ed? Well, uh, to drink, uh, Evan Williams. Stra okay. It's a look. There you go. It's a thirteen ninety nine okay. for a fifth, and Drizzly will bring three of these bad boys to the door for a uh, sixty bucks, including the tip. Nice. How am I doing? That's pretty good, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Three of those boys, sixty bucks to the door. It just I looks. It looks like a different them. label on a Jack Daniels bottle. Yeah. I, yeah. So I was about to say that it was a. Are you? Doesn't that look like a, a copyright violation? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it? We know about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, well, uh, well, oh, I know what I was going to say. Right. So my girlfriend says I should talk about this because it's comedy. I do stand up comedy and uh, I like to have comedians on the show and I like to play around with material on the show. 
So are you guys into stand-up? Are you guys got any uh, big fans of stand-up? Any favorite comedians? Um, no favorites. I mean, no I like favorites. to watch stand-up. I, yeah, I like a yeah. lot of stand-up, actually. Chappelle, so, I mean, like, yeah. uh, Chappelle, Hart. Thing, stand-up know, right now, I don't know. You know um, it's not like back in the day. Well, Eddie no, Murphy. No, it's not no, like I, back in the day. No. And it Andrew Dice Clay. Andrew Dice Clay. Eddie Murphy genres. Oh, killing me. Those are the guys. Those are the real guns, right? And don't forget Sam Kinison, man. Oh, Sam was yep. the man. That's, yeah. my, that's my true. That's I mean, you can go, you can go old school, old school with Rodney too. Uh, right. Dangerfield. Yeah. Uh, I, I on a Friday night, if nothing's going on, I go to YouTube and I watch all the Rodney appearances in a row. Fucking had the heart attack laughing so hard. I mean, that's right. Did, I mean, we, George we, Carlin. Uh, Car- now, Carlin, I got to watch Carlin twice, where we were at the same venue, not on the same show, but I'm performing on the bottom of another show card. He's the whole night. There is no card in his room. It's just go see him. And we're watching him through the door. Yeah. So we're just like getting a, a piece of his face, saying all this shit going out there, killing. Uh, it was the best experience of my life. But I, I want to tell you, um, there's a documentary right now. I love asking people if they've seen it. If they haven't, you generally will love this if you love stand-up. It's called Dying Laughing. Ring a bell? I haven't seen it yet. All right, no. About three years old, it's all the biggest names in comedy talking about bombing on stage. Oh. Biggest, most humiliating bombs bombs so bad that their careers are in jeopardy in <laughs> bombs oh my god the one that i love the most how big is kevin hart would you say kevin hart's a big comedian oh yeah, kevin, yeah. yeah, yeah kevin right. I, I just watched i watched his no give a fucks episode last night oh uh, I, and i love him for all the obvious reasons he's mad right. he's all over the fucking all right so he's in this documentary and he's trying out for a place called the Comic Strip in New York, famous club. Yeah. And you have to audition for the guy who passes you. You get passed, you can come and get spots at the club. You're good enough to perform there. So Kevin Hart is 19, 20 years old. He goes to the audition and he kills. Loud laughs. He's on top of the world. And he sits down with a guy all of us know in New York, passed away a few years ago, but a legend by the name of Lucian. And Lucian would sit there in a tiny room with you. Now the audience is gone. The waitresses are gone. It's just you and Lucian. And you're going to find out, are you going to pass the club? So here's Kevin Hart. He goes, I killed, I killed, I can't wait to talk. And Lucian looks at him and goes, Kevin, I just don't see it. And Kevin goes, why, why, wait, you don't see why? That was a great set, what, why? He goes, potential. I don't see any show business potential. <laughs> and now Kevin Hart is telling this in the documentary. You have any idea what kind of bullshit you have to go through? You fucking kill. But they don't get the act. You moved around a lot. Yeah, it was hard to follow you around the stage. Uh, your delivery was a little too quick. I don't know if everybody in the back of the room really got that joke. And you go, dude, the fucking room is on fire. People are having a good fucking time. Shut up and get out of the way. So that was a good one. Um, Seinfeld's first attempt at comedy is a, a classic for everybody who's ever said, I, I want to try comedy. People go, you know, 
I'm kind of a funny guy in the office. I get laughs. You know, my girlfriend, her friends, they think I'm funny. You know, it's not that big a deal to be a, a comedian. You go in there, people are looking for a good time. They they want to laugh anyway. Uh, it'll be easy. Well, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna do this. People say I'm gonna do this one day. So Seinfeld, first time he goes. Uh, it's been a month, you know, on two minutes. You, you write down every word. You got everything memorized. The cup, the, the way you move, everything. And you eat it so hard. <laughs> they don't like you. They turn away from you. They talk like you're not there. And the more you try, the worse it gets. He said it took him three or four months to come back after how the hostility that like you know so hi how you guys doing oh it's kind of like when people turn our show on <laughs> go home kid you're not funny hey you suck yeah it's very so that uh, documentary with the way uh, da damon wayans uh, talks about doing comedy in alaska They've just worked on the Alaskan pipeline for six months. They have been at work and camp the whole time. He goes, now they have this much money, this much cocaine, and you are opening at a strip club. And they want fucking Trixie's pussy out here now. <laughs> you have to go, so hey guys, uh, so wow, how's that Alaskan pipeline? What? <laughs> so those people, the great comedians, getting destroyed like that. It's a great documentary. It's called Dying Laughing. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, definitely that was... have to check that out. Yeah. See, that's yeah. why we like what this type of setting here in the virtual internet world, because we can't hear people screaming at us and telling us we suck. <laughs> well, they can they can type it, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, when they're that close, when they are that oh, oh. when you can smell their breath, you're in trouble. That's the first thing you notice right away. You know, it's funny. The first guy that got me to do stand-up, I had always enjoyed it and loved it. But Jeff Foxworthy was on my show back in 1986. And he wow. was op opening a club and the station was sponsoring <laughs> the opening. So he says, he goes, I want you to introduce me tonight and do a couple of minutes before you bring me out. I, I want to see how that would go. I think, and I'm like, oh my God. This is the greatest. It's going to be so easy. He thinks I got it. I got it. I got one laugh. I got 45 seconds of silence. And I went, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah! And I was out of there. Yeah. One taste. One taste. Can I land the plane now? Can we land the plane right? We just took off. Yeah, can we land right away, right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right to the side of that fucking mountain over there. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. After we get over that. What? Yeah. Uh, but I am, I'm working on bits now. I'm working. I mean, well, you know, you can't do any. I haven't. I almost did stand up in the middle of this fucking pandemic. How crazy am I? I came this close to taking a gig, which we're at the ocean, the house is set up right. Like they went through all these machinations for like, I think it was a, a 50th wedding anniversary. So the kids were coming from all over the country. It's beautiful. And I got this close. I think I got to the Thursday before the gig and the COVID numbers jumped up. And I called my agent, who's my friend all my life. And I said, what do I do? He goes, how much fucking money are they paying you for this? I, I go, you know, it's like, it's a good gig. He goes, enough to risk your life? I go, yeah, no, you're right. Okay. 
So that was it. I haven't been in front of a crowd or even around people since March 5th. Wow. Yeah, right. Wow. Crazy. So I'm writing like a madman for next year. I mean, next year, you're going to need an M16 to keep me in the fucking house. I'm getting out there somehow, some way. Even uh, working on a, um, a mobile stage that will have all the bullshit we might still need next year about the distancing, all that crap. Everything built in. So you yeah, can it's called the fucking it fire hose. What's that? I said just hit him with a fucking fire hose. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it, I don't know. It, it's the thing you miss the most, and you can't do anything about it. Yeah, right. you No, you're absolutely right. Uh, yep, you're right. I mean, all three of us up here with you can agree to that. Uh, in February, Jeff and I had 17 events booked, working on three or four more for the year. It was going to be one of our biggest years at events, and it just right. fucking it right. went. It looks just like my backdrop. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah. And, so, uh, and, you know, the other thing is you're losing the audience gets none of this. Right. One thing for us, we're starved to get out. Let's face it. You know, we're generating ready to perform. But all the performances that don't happen, man, what does happen on those days? Very fucking little. That's mm -hmm. exciting and fun and out, you know, out. out. <laughs> yeah, man. So there's a deficit. People need that that uh, endorphin. Well, that. people in general just need to be with other people. Right, right. It's the way it works. Right, right. You don't even have to like them. <laughs> never cared about that. I talk about that all the time. We had so many people in my crowd we didn't like a lot, but they were part of the fucking crowd. That's right, exactly. Goes. They hung right. around worked, hung around with them. They knew what we didn't like about them, and they knew that they were going to keep doing what was annoying, and they knew that we had a break point, and they stayed under our break point, and everybody was fine. It's an ecosystem, right? Right, right. exactly. Boobs, Blood, and Badasses, the Hammer Horror Podcast, part of the Dorkening Network, with hosts Dr. Chris and Ro Lauren. Twice a month, we will talk about a Hammer Horror film, only the horror movies of the Hammer catalog from the Britain studio from the 60s, 70s, and the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Join us as we not only discuss the film's plotline, but also factoids about the different actors, production and behind-the-scenes facts, as well as going over any of the information that happens to be on the Blu-rays or DVDs from these fantastic films. We will be covering classic films from Hammer's catalog, Horror of Dracula, Horror of Frankenstein, Brides of Dracula, Prince of Darkness, Dracula Has Risen from the Grave, just to name a few. We will also not be shying away from topics like sex, blood, and abuse towards women that many people may think be too taboo to talk about. Join us again twice a month here on the Dorkening Network and check out the rest of the shows on the Dorkening Network. You can find us at ChrisDSAV on Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter at RoLorn, R-O-L-0-R-E-N. You were going to say something, Leo. I, uh, I know you were. Yeah, no, no. I was just going to say, you know, uh, as of uh, for cons and everything, you know, right uh, before the, uh, you know, the world ended, uh, I invested in a whole mess, m bunch of equipment getting ready for the uh, 2020 con circuit. And, right, uh, right. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. 
And what? by the time we get to, by the time you get to use it, you're gonna have to buy new shit because it's gonna be antiquated. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that, that isn't that awesome. That's that's a beautiful part of the world. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. I started building from scratch. Who would know? In 1919 was the year to do shit, man. Every piece on the board was moving. There was a lot of good shit going on in 19. I feel you all the way on yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a documentary, but it's something I definitely urge you to check it out. There's a movie starring uh, Stephen Yang, the opening act, uh, and it's about you know uh, and uh, a comedian trying to break out. Uh, okay. You know, uh, it just came out recently. Uh, it has a bunch of comedians in it, uh, but yeah, Stephen Yang, uh, Alex Moffat from uh, um, Saturday Night Live, Cedric the Entertainer, Bill Burr, a uh, bunch of them. But it's, yeah, it's all about you know. Uh, trying to, you know, make that big break into comedy. Right, right, yeah. right. You know, Burr just had a great Saturday Night Live, didn't he? I don't know if you guys watch that show anymore. I mean, I grew up on that show. I saw the first episode in college. It's crazy. But right. I still watch, and Burr was devastating a few weeks ago. They just re-ran it, I think, actually. Or they're rerunning it this way. It's already eligible to be a rerun. But I think it aired about four weeks ago. He killed. He was, it's hard to do right now. Live audience, COVID, what can you really... He was good on all of it. He yeah. touched all the hot spots. It was great. That uh, yeah. SNL from home also was really good. Uh, the first one that they did. Did you guys see that? No. I stopped watching SNL uh, years ago after the primetime uh, players were done. Really? Wow. Yeah. I, you know, I, I feel I shifted gears when that ended. You know what I mean? Okay, I so gears. so now we all know that you're old as fucking dirt. So what's the prime time players in your eyes well, for you SNL? Mean? Who were your prime time players for you? Oh, geez, you're gonna make me remember names for fucking just, 35 years just, ago. Just a couple of them: Chase, Ackroyd, well, yeah, Ackroyd, yeah. Chase, Chevy Murray, Murray, Jim Belushi, John Belushi. Belushi. Not, look, Belushi, Belushi, right? Belushi made that show. Yep. Fan of Fanana Dana. There yep. you go. Right. I was just curious. No, I'm just just I was just curious because that's about the same time I slacked off watching it. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, I will tell you what kept me even with some awful eras that show had some very unfunny eras. The musical guest for me was always something I had a videotape with my VHS machine and I had a tape set aside for all these performances. And dude, on a Sunday afternoon, if you have like eight or nine bands backed up on a VHS that were on SNL back in the day, off the hook. So even when the show sucked, but when you talk about the classics, early SNL, they had a skit called Theodoric of York, medieval barber. Mm-hmm. And everybody who was ill in the town would come and he would cut them open and they would just start bleeding all over the set. It was hilarious, really edgy. The critics didn't always like SNL back then. Oh, yeah. The shit was cutting edge. Yeah. (laughs) Cutting edge. Cutting edge, slicing edge. Uh, Ackroyd did it with, um, who's that woman who used to be the Uh, chef? Julia Child. Julia Child. Child. Slicing herself up, he's squirting all over. Oh, my God. And then uh, the great line, Jane, you ignorant Ignorant slut. slut. That was it for us, man. Those were the days and the killer bees and the samurai. <laughs> ah, yeah. oh, fucking Belushi. Great stuff. Right. That's what started it all for me right there. But I hear you. It's definitely had, you know, some on and off years. Uh, you know, this year, you know, you, you know, since there's not much out there to watch now, 
Uh, it, it's been okay. Uh, and then last year, uh, Eddie Murphy's uh, return was was amazing. I love Eddie Murphy. I did yeah. watch that. Yeah, yeah, I did watch Eddie, that. One. He's probably going to be one of my top uh, comedians. Him and Pryor. Did you see Richard his life? I, I think I might agree with that, right? As a virtuoso, I don't think anybody could touch Eddie Murphy. I just yeah. not, even Richard Richard Pryor will admit in a lot of interviews that he put out some subpar stuff and it was in the context and you would never criticize him. I mean, the guy was mm-hmm. trying to stay alive, but Eddie Murphy was always 100% at all times. I, I never saw him falter. The material could be better, better, but him, his performance was outstanding. He was like Michael Jordan. He was a showman. Right, 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 right. Yeah. He was he a true. He, right, he's a true right. showman. Right. All he the can, way. Right. He could make a bad joke look funny. Correct. That's the mark of the. In his leather pants. <laughs> right. Right. Oh my God! You know, you had to go to Blockbuster to rent it back then. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Now they, that was free Once on Hulu. Available at fucking Blockbuster. <laughs> then there was the two of them: the red pants and the blue pants. Right. And you had to rent them both on the weekend, and you kept them an extra day. Oh. Yep. <laughs> You kept him an extra day just so you could show your friends. You gotta see what the fuck he said. Look, you gotta see this. That's right, Norton. That's right, Norton. I'm fucking you in the ass, Norton. Oh my god, unbelievable, just unreal. And you know he's joyful in everything he does. Eddie Murphy is joyful when he's making fun of stuff. That was what I got early on. The difference. This guy's right. happy. A fucking amazing good time up there. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, yeah. So the American one says Eddie Murphy went Disney isn't funny anymore, uh, in his opinion. Uh, Raw was off the hook. Uh, Raw was, uh, and I I agree to a point. Eddie Murphy did hit a downslope for a little while. Yeah, uh, he did. But he's back. Dolomite is my, is my name was phenomenal. phenomenal. Listen, all, yeah. the, all your great comedians, actors, musicians always hit a down. Yeah, they all hit it down. Yep. They can't be top of the world. I don't think there's one out there that was ever top of the world forever. You know what? What mm. the greats do? Take Don Rickles, right? Once you get to your promised land, they're coming to see you. They want you to be funny, and they know how you're funny. There is something special about that. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to say it's number one, but. I mean, Rickles worked every night of his life that he wanted to. Every night he wanted to come out, there'd be a packed house. So that is, to me, very special. Oh, absolutely. Right. That's a, that's a small group. Uh, Eddie Murphy, uh, Don Rickles. It's going to be hard to get to 10. You're not probably not going to get to 10 on those. Groups. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, I do have to say, if you ever have a chance to check um... – the comedians who do uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway, um, they'll often do shows on their own. Yes. Yeah. You got to check it out. It's friggin' amazing. You know, how, yeah. like, you know, uh, off the cuff they are on the show and uh, how quick they are. They're just that way live. It's, it's just crazy. I love that. Yeah. Now, uh, we were actually supposed to go. Uh, we were supposed to go see one of them in Plymouth at Memorial Hall this past summer. Canceled. Yeah. yeah which one was it? It's um, who's the tall, goofy one? He was also on um, uh, Two and a Half Men. John Cryer? No, no. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Charlie. What's his name? Charlie Sheen? No. Oh. Uh, he, he was the neighbor's. Uh, about the kid he was, who left on the show. 
No, it was the dude that married freaking Alan's ex. Oh, um, Ryan Stiles. Ryan Stiles. He's a stand-up? I should know this, but I don't. Yeah, it was Ryan Stiles, uh, Colin Mockery. Yep. Um, yeah, Ryan shit. Stiles. He was, he was supposed to be in Plymouth this, this year. We yeah. had tickets to go see that. Of course, you had Drew Carey, but... Yeah. yeah, but Drew Carey, to me, is not funny. No, he was the host. He wasn't supposed to be funny. He's like <laughs> us. <laughs> he was... Yeah, but he was a moneymaker stand-up. He was a big bank stand-up, but I agree. I, I never got it with him. No. I, you, if, if a comic is great, you feel them right away. Right, I right. Feel him. I just couldn't find out what we're doing here. Right, right. Uh, we, now, we were talking about uh, with comedians on my show the other day about bombing, right? What it's like to bomb as a comedian. But I brought up, do you ever think about other professions that bomb? Like, you're a serial killer, and you're bombing. I mean, that, none of these people are dead. <laughs> I, I've done everything. I chopped them off. I, I've done everything. But I, and you're on the phone with another guy. Say, dude, you got to talk me through this. You're my serial killer sponsor. How that'd be you... a funny. That'd be a funny fucking movie, man. A serial killer sponsor. <laughs> serial yeah, killer failure. I'm a middle <laughs> terrorist. I cannot fly this plane into a building. I try all day. I am coming underneath building, on top of building, on the side of building. Cannot hit the building. <laughs> Love that guy. So, you know, he's trying. I'm trying. I'm... Go ahead, launch it again there, Ahib. Come on, you can hit the goddamn building. I know you can. Come on, I'll give you the next hour of training for free. Come on. <laughs> so one of, the, one of your, the funniest things I've seen uh, in the last few years is Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah. Uh, who's that other dude? He always wears that flannel shirt, the heavy dude. Oh, there was three of them. On the Jeff Foxworthy show? Yeah, there was oh, three of them. Larry the Cable Guy? Well, yeah, yeah, Larry the Cable there Guy. There you go. That guy's <laughs> some funny fucking done. shit right there. Yep. Tomato. Hey, what about Ron White? Tell me you don't love Ron White, right? Yeah, Ron White. Yeah, Ron, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's you know very edgy. Ron White. Ron White is an American treasure. That is a slice of Americana that you can't get anywhere else or except him. He's an original. I like him a lot. He, well, he's very, very edgy, and that's and, and he's right on that line, and it makes him really good. He's really good at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he drinks like a fucking fish. <laughs> I love guys that are in touch with chaos in their heads, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, what about uh, you guys sports fans at all? I'm a big sports fan. I'm getting my ass kicked. I'm a fucking Jets fan. Take a look at this. You know, yeah, you're, yeah. You're I'm a sulfur uh, somewhere. I don't think you'd be worse than we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm a huge I'm a hockey fan. Get a paleontologist to record my existence. I'm a Jets fan. <laughs> That's too bad. It isn't it? And then, and then Mike, Mike loves the fucking Patriots, right? He's all Patriots. But uh, we have him uh, at the Buccaneers now in Tampa Bay. So I got the yin and the yang. Everybody hates the guy that I'm rooting for in Tampa. And, you know, I'm excited about it. And then I got the Jets people all crying the blues. There's no positivity in my football world. That's why I watch hockey. Nice. <laughs> nice. Who's your team? I was, you know, I was a Blackhawks fan in Chicago because Jeremy Roenick mm-hmm. dated my agent, oh, and really? I got to hang around. Yeah, everything they did, you want to tag along with us? Yeah. So I got back uh, stage VIP room, all this shit for about a year with him, and he was he was the funniest. Now he's controversial now. You see, the kind of shit he says on TV. Oh, he yeah. was hilarious back then, dude. 
90, 91, 90. This guy was so fucking funny. And uh, it, I grew up as a Rangers fan in New York as a little kid. But okay, I'll I let that slide. Play. Yeah, I'll I let that play. slide. Well, I'm I'm from I'm from Boston, so I'm a Bruins fan all the way. Oh up. yeah, man, come on, Bobby Hull, right? Bobby Orr. Is Bobby, Bobby Orr guy? Orr. Is he Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr. What did I say? Bobby Hull. I think that's St. Louis, right? Yeah. Yep. Bobby Orr's your guy, right? Right, right. Well, right. oh, Ray Bork or right, you right, know. But right. fuck, I mean, Tim Thomas bringing us the cup, you know, that whole team. Ah. Yep. You know. You know. Yeah, you know, hockey belonged in a place like Boston, right? That's where you should play hockey. The fuck are you doing playing hockey in Tampa? <laughs> what is wrong with it? You know, come on, go out. Can't and see through the fog. Buy a house in Tampa. Play fucking hockey up north. Right? right no, yeah. uh, there's uh, there's street hockey. There's field hockey. I've never heard of beach hockey. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, it's volleyball. Did you, play, did you play street hockey when you were a kid with the metal wheels? We had metal wheels on the fucking. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, with that hard fucking red ball that would hurt like a motherfucker. <laughs> You, come, you ever come in from playing street hockey? You're all cut up and shit all over the side. You walk out like nothing's going on. Your mother goes, "What happened to you?" Ah, nothing. I was playing hockey, and next thing you have a scab, like, <laughs> and you love it. People go, "What happened?" I was playing fucking hockey. Why? What's your fucking problem? Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. So yeah, we play. Were well, you guys? You play basketball as a kid? Any basketball fans in the house? And I mean, NBA is terrible now. Um, no, I, was, I, tried, I, was, I tried. I tried. I was a huge basketball fan. Back right. when the Celtics yeah. were bringing home the championship. Oh, wow. Okay. Bird, Parrish, McHale, Danny Ainge. Back there then. you go. Right. Yeah. 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 Now, see, I can't dribble the I ball. Grew up in the, I grew up when the early Knicks got their championship with Willis fucking Reed. The night that that hobbled dude comes out to a famous game, game seven, blah, 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 comes hobbling out there. A guy can barely move. I have 104 fever, suffering with a fucking cold or some shit, and I begged my parents to let me listen to the game because it's such an important game. And I'm coming in and out of consciousness. I swear to God, they go, Willis Reed is out on the court. And I'm like, ah, ah. And I come back into consciousness. He makes one basket. That's all he makes the whole night. Place goes insane. We win the championship and I don't die. It was a great night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the NBA. So I do. I love all sports. Uh, I play sports. I don't know. What do you guys do now? Because, uh, you know, to stay in shape, yeah, it's boring. I will never go to a gym. I will never no. pay somebody. A, uh, I use their machine to torture myself. I know how to play games. I play pickup basketball. I play softball. I'll still play dodgeball. If I get to, together with people that want to play dodgeball, they fucking dodgeball with their will. Mm-hmm. Play some killer fucking dodgeball. With those big red rubber balls. That's the one. The you big fucking around with like this with a little one where you can fucking take somebody yep. out in their ankles. Bang! They would think they could jump high enough. You get just high enough and take them out. No, so, we used to take them out with a big ball, and then as they're looking at their feet trying to dodge it, you hit them with that little one right in the face. <laughs> That's one of the best dodgeball moves ever. When the guy's looking down at his feet, you hit him right in the forehead. Right. Uh, Spectacular. Yeah. So that's what I do um, to stay in shape now. I'm bicycling a lot with the COVID. You guys bicycle at all? Bicycling is fucking great. 
No, the most exercise I get right now is walking up and down the fucking stairs and with crutches. You're on crutches now? Well, I'm getting off them, hopefully. Yeah. What do you got? You got a break? Did you break something? Um, what do you it was it was it was a uh, no. a filming a filming injury. Wow! <laughs> after like, <laughs> like after the eighth take. <laughs> do you get to deduct all of that shit? You got to talk to H and R Block about that. <laughs> that could be a big tax deduction. You're driving right in there, baby. Well, good luck with that. I hope you're feeling better. So, I, I have any bowlers? Do you have any bowlers on the show? I, I'll bowl a few. Frames. I used to. I used to bowl. I was on a league. I was on a, a candle pin. Hey, I don't know what what is candle pin is. Sounds like I should know that, but I don't. He likes to play with small balls. Nice. Well, <laughs> I, I, I have two guys in my family. I think it help you out. I, I'm gonna... <laughs> I had two of them. One's one's older. What, what do you care? You know what I mean. They got the small balls. You'll be fine. Um, I don't. What is candle pin? Is that is that not like what, ten, 10 pins? Is it 10 no? Pins? The it's the um the the they're candlestick pins. They're the thin the thin tall ones. Okay. And you use the little right. balls. You know. Okay. You, you you were you were born in the Bronx and you never heard of freaking candle pins. I was going to say now I did go to the same bowling alley my entire uh, childhood. Uh, Bronxdale Lanes AMF certified. I never heard of this candle. Now I know duck pin, which I've never seen, but I've heard that term over the years. Duck. Yep, I've heard of that one too. Those that's those... not that's different than candle points. Yes. Which is yeah, different think... than needle point. <laughs> <laughs> There's no needle point in candle point, is there? Okay. No, well that's where needle dick nose and bug fucker comes from. Ah, you know, I saw him last week. <laughs> dick face. What a dick face. Would you call a needle nose fuck face? Oh yeah, that's what he is. That's what that guy is. Well, let's see. Uh, how about who shoots pool? Are you anybody? We got any pool sharks in the house? I got one in my basement. You got a pool table, and he still sucks, dude. Everybody always wants to come over. And uh, do you have stuff on it? Are you using it? It's covered in autographed pictures oh. and comic books. <laughs> Yeah. No, it gets cleared off every year for um, parties and gatherings and stuff. Oh, good. Yeah. You and also I mean? the girls are coming over. Who doesn't like to make love on a pool table? You oh, know? no. I get a giant Black Panther for that. Oh, nice. What do you feed a Black Panther? I mean, is it expensive? The upkeep? Women. How? <laughs> no. You just call China and they send them over? I heard the <laughs> female babies are not popular over there. Is that still a problem? <laughs> Jesus. You know, uh, go ahead, Leo. No, I was just gonna say, I, I have a cousin, no lie, my cousin, <laughs> John. Let me tell you, are we done? Am, am I over talking us? Where are I looked up? It's 808. Are we good? No, no Leo was Leo was just starting to say something and you came right over him. <laughs> no, it's okay. He's so soft. He's very I blocked you from ending the show. You try to end the show. No, like no, no, no. I, I, I was gonna say, I, I have a uh, pretty funny uh, uh, pool story. Uh, yeah, that's not how you use that stick, Leo. No, 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 no. This year, uh, <laughs> it's when I was in high school and, uh, you know, I wanted to be one of the cool kids. There was, uh, uh, my grandmother had a, uh, this, um, old house that, you know, like, uh, all my siblings used to like rent and it became storage. And my uncle had a pool table that he put in there for storage and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, was sitting there for years and I asked if I could have it. Uh, and I wanted to bring it up, you know, to the house so that, you know, I could be the cool kid. We could all play pool. Right. Everybody would like you then oh, yeah. and come over and want to shoot pool. Exactly. Did, every, did everybody come over and play with your balls, Leo? Well, <laughs> here's what happened. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm going through this house. 
uh, and, and you know it's been sitting there for years uh, to find the pool table and uh, I'm starting to bring it out my foot falls through the floor and something Your foot. my Your foot, foot goes through the floor through the floor the pool table yeah something wow. grabs my leg scares the <laughs> ever-living shit out of me I I must have like hovered out of that floor <laughs> so a, a, a subterranean being was living in the floor well, I went up, grabs your ankle, and now you're trying to shoot pool with all. Yeah. That. Oh yeah, uh, I went back to see what it was. It was a family of possums that was living under the house. Oh. And, uh, and yeah, my... they're good at they they shoot pool well. Possums. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Possums are good pool shooters. That's what that was all about. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they that'll teach you to duck your balls off in yeah. an old house. <laughs> well. <laughs> Wow. So, what do you do? How do you get? How do you uh, eradicate a possum? Would you did you get a shotgun and, and oh. blow its head off? What did you? No, do? I mean, uh, well, I grew up on a farm, so you know, animals. Oh, yeah, right. So, yeah. You're gonna eat the fucking thing later in the day, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna eat that fucking thing. You're throwing that away. Yeah. Uh, actually, <laughs> that fucking head off and make a nice bowl of possum soup, Granny. <laughs> Granny, I'll see you with the cement pond, and you got more of that possum soup. We got some possum kebabs. Leo, where are you from? There, I didn't uh, even get your locale. Where are you hiding out these days? Oh, uh, I'm in Connecticut. Oh, really? Oh, yep. so I have a lot of friends in Connecticut. Are you coastal or are you interior? Uh, coastal. I'm uh, over near Mystic. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Mystic, right. Yeah. Good movie, huh? Mystic oh, yeah. River? Oh, um, yeah. uh, Mystic Pizza. Oh, my God. How many times did you used to take girls? I think I brought four dates to Mystic Pizza. <laughs> when that movie was in the theater... Girl, I would every girl on first date. Can we go see Mystic Pizza? I go, yeah. Have you seen it? No, I would lie to every girl because they loved seeing that movie. Actually, I've never seen it up until uh, back in around 2010. I was working for a T-shirt company. Turned right. out they made the T-shirts for the movie. Wow. Yeah. No, so you had to watch it. Yeah. Unexpected success. That's a cult. That's a you know who's first film. Uh, Cutie Pie. What's her name there? The the one everybody America's Sweetheart. Yeah. We didn't see yeah. none of us even know who she is anymore. Oh, no. I, oh, my I mind's blank. She, didn't the movie was Richard Gere? Yeah. Prostitute? Oh, you're talking about uh, Julia Roberts? Yes. Pretty much. Yes. Right. Nobody. I'm going to call her right now. Get on her voicemail. Nobody fucking knows who you are anymore. You are not that fucking hot. You are so not fucking hot. Nobody knows your fucking name. Wow. She was trying to bed down Benjamin Bratt. When she did Law and Order, yep. she did one episode of Law and Order. Julia and, Roberts, yeah. Oh yeah, man. Oh Julia Roberts, that was it. Like I had, they used to say, "Until you have no shot." Well, you she have, did that I, movie I, Pretty I Woman, no right? Shot. No shot with Julia Roberts. And now, who knows Julia Roberts on this program? Nobody. Beautiful. <laughs> well, she she was Pretty Woman. Yeah. He were there was what? was she and Richard Gere. I know Richard. Yeah, Richard, you know, Gere, Richard yeah. Gere. That's a fucking actor, dude. Uh, back in the day, looking for Mr. Goodbar. That is a movie. Have you ever, guys ever seen that movie? Long time ago. Dude, take a look at it now. If you two on top there have never seen it, you have got to see this movie. It is a frightening, scary, real snapshot of the 70s. Mm -hmm. Badass film. All uh, It's got all the authenticity of The French Connection. If you love The French Connection, you love this movie. Ah, great film. Wow, this is so you guys love movies. I I'm a movie I'm a movie guy. You guys you guys got favorite movies? I'm a horror movie nut. Horror movie. 
I love yeah. horror movies. Yeah, the Tom of the Bell. Give me your favorite when you want to turn somebody on who says, "Wow, man, I've never seen a good horror movie." Which one do you tell them to watch? Um, well, typically, uh, my what my favorite is uh, uh, the remake of Halloween. Wow, that's my favorite. Wow, oh, shit! Yeah. So that's twenty ten. That's the yeah, it was about twenty ten. But I go all the way back to the old creature feature, the creature double features. And, you do, right? You know uh, what I mean? Uh, uh, you know, the old sleepaway camp. Oh, Ben, I meant to tell you, I saw it on, um, uh, I think it was Voodoo TV, The Mutilator. No fucking way. Yeah, The Mutilator. Wow. Was, wow like that was 70... my screen name with AOL. I was at The Mutilator at AOL.com a long time ago. You know what I mean? I spit on your grave. That's the kind of shit I like to watch. Now, yeah, I, I, I slowly. I like Go horror. Ahead, Leo. No, no, I was going to say we had the actress for I Spit on Your Grave. Um, wow. The original one or the remake? Uh, the remake. Must have been the remake. The it was original the remake. one came out in like 76. Yeah. I it was the remake. I saw I saw the I saw the uh part of that show. Okay. He goes, yeah, okay. those are great movies. The Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> okay. The original one. Those oh, are great I, movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one. Um no. Michael Berryman. Michael Berryman. Yep. 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 Now, just a few months ago, I watched the cool one. It was called Don't Fuck in the Woods. <laughs> That's a movie? And they had, they had him on the show, that too. That was the name of the movie. Uh, uh, sure. It's not a memory. That's not a memory. That's a movie. Okay. That's a movie. Yeah. That's yes. a movie, not a memory. Okay. That's about a creature who hates the smell of sex. Ah, well, you know, that can happen. Yeah, it's called every wife in the nation. Yeah, yeah, life is weird. You never know. Um, I have my friends love horror movies. Have you ever dabbled in the early, early ones? I watch uh, uh, oh, Joe Boris Karloff stuff. And shit? Yeah, and even yeah. you ready for this? How about a nineteen thirty-one Bella Lugosi? Oh, mm-hmm. oh my God! Ready for this? Okay, so vampire shit. This guy's off the oh. fucking hook. He's amazing. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, I had no idea ready, how great ready, ready for this? We'll, we'll, we'll blow your mind a little bit. So like we told you uh, backstage, we're filming with um, Bill Diamond Productions. Right. Now, right. if you're familiar with Bill Diamond, you know he did a lot of work for Henson. Right. Um, you know, he's done a lot of work outside of that. But he works. he worked with some of their some of these people's right um kin but he's part of the uh witch's dungeon in connecticut which is the oldest classic horror movie museum in the country and they've got all these statues Belagosi. they've got uh mm-hmm. henry hull um the original wolfman was it the, yeah from uh the original uh werewolves of werewolf of london. london his grandson or nephew nephew Cortland, runs it now so uh yeah, when you start mentioning the greats, it's it's funny that you mention that because we actually got to film wow. part of the right. opening scenes of what we're doing on the rooftop of the witch's dungeon. So we got to hang out inside and see all these lifelike props of all the greats. Right, right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah I mean, the mummy really was there. All love, of that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I love all that. That's that's you know, it's funny when we were kids, they ran them a lot for us. We could see all these movies like in sequence, like every day at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. after school. But it was an old black and white TV with the rabbit ears. So it really wasn't high impact. You know, it was good. But when I watch it now on TCM, it's fantastic work. Right. It's great camera work. It's really high impact stuff. But I didn't get that impact when I was a kid. Now I love it. Yeah, it's right, really- right, right. And after you know the old horror movies, uh, I mean that brings up the uh, the old Abbott and Costello. <laughs> right, meet you know, Frankenstein, the, meet Frankenstein, the Wolfman, and, the wolf man, man, and right. yep, 
Well, you know, now that you're bringing that up, that's when the monsters were a little higher definition Mm -hmm. because those movies were a little newer because I got scared by monsters when I was a kid that were in an Abbott and Costello movie. Right. And I shouldn't be scared of that, right? That's a comedy. What a lot of people people don't realize is that, you know, uh, that was the trend. They were trendsetters for the new horror comedy genre right 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 that's where that's where it started yeah abbott and costello's television show was great man it was only like 20 minutes or whatever but they had to pay the rent with mr fields Mm -hmm. then it would go down to the candy store and make the guy climb up for the candy oh my god i loved all those when we were kids we had comedy that we were laughing a lot as kids Mm -hmm. i don't know it doesn't look like every generation had the same amount of fun but we were silly and stupidly entertained a lot. And I think it was healthy. I do think it helps you get a barrier around you that it's mm-hmm. not the end of the world every time the grownups are losing their mind because you have this laughter endorphin pretty much at your disposal. Like, remember being in school with kids and they would just crack you up? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't jokes, it was just stupid and stupider. I, I think anything we can do to resurrect that would help people with mental health. That's oh, yeah. that society doesn't <laughs> have any silly, stupid, you know what I mean? Enjoyable. Laugh. Yeah. Oh, wait, well, you, you haven't read our comic book yet then. <laughs> no, I can't wait. I'm a comic book guy. I'm going to, I'm going to be on your comic. Yeah. It's going to be good. Why, why did you start doing a comic? Why, why the comic uh, uh, format? Why do you love that format? Um, actually it was started as a book. Jeff and I were, uh, we had a t-shirt business real fast. We had a t-shirt business based on cannabis years and years ago. Uh, it didn't go anywhere. Cause you know, back then we didn't even have AOL at the time. <laughs> um, long story short, we revisited the merchandise aspect of what we did. Jeff said, you know, we got to associate this with something similar to like you do with music. You buy that shirt cause it's associated with this band band or well, I was going to say with this fucking item that you're well-known, blah, 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 blah. Right. You want to finish my story for me? Because now you fucked me all up. Oh, did I? Yeah. Well, yeah. So somebody somebody read the – somebody was reading what we wrote um, and said this would make a great comic book. Hmm. I mean, that's how it started. It was an accident. I don't know anything about fucking comic books. Nope. So I'm you're a, not you know, like I'm... a comic book uh, crazy guy at all. You don't well, have I a... grew up with comic books. But I'm a fucking a big deal. You didn't ever want to have one. You never no. thought I'd have my own comic. I make furniture. I mean, the fuck am right. I thinking? Right. But it was it was a it was an idea that we just thought would well, hey, well this might be fun. So how do you flip that? You need an artist right away, or did that person have the artist? The artist? No, we had to. We found our artist, and you did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We did. So we started doing some research research on how you put it together and. You know, did you guys already know what the drawings were going to look like? Was that easy or did you go, oh, my God, now we have to think of cool drawings to go with this? We um, we actually sat down and we storyboarded. So Jeff and I, we we storyboarded it. We hired the artist. We said, we're very picky. This is what the bubbles say. We want you to make it come to life. Right. Wow. Give him, Did you give him, him like basic figures? Would you give him like stick figures and he puts no, it? No, no, we just nope. gave him all words. This is, we, we all would set words. the scene. No image, wow. No, because we wanted the artist to yeah. be the artist. Yeah, right. You and guys like that's cool. That's right. all cool. I interviewed Stan Lee. Did you guys ever have Stan Lee before he died? No, we wish. 
You uh, wish, because he spent an hour and a half with me, and he gave me a ton of free shit. You saw what you said. When Stan Lee used to visit you back in the day, you got all kinds of free comics, original shit. He autographed it. It was fucking wild with him. But that's what he was about. Mm -hmm. he, you, know, you have to just admire the art. So how'd you get lucky with an artist? How'd you, how'd you find that artist? We interviewed. Yeah. yeah. How do you interview an artist? I don't know. You look at their work, I guess. Well, they... we look at their work. I mean, the right. first guy, what we did was, uh, you know, we liked his work. And uh, the, the difference in, in what we're doing is that me and Ben are actually the characters in the comic. Oh, okay. So the artist had to be able to draw us. Oh, so it's a version of you. It's not, oh, okay. Now. Right, right, right. So, you know, that was his tag. Yeah. So what are you guys in the comics? Uh, your two buddies? How, how, what's the narrative of the comic? That you have the podcast? Or what, how do you, when the comic begins... How do we find you? Stoned. <laughs> At home? <laughs> no, we are no, uh, stoned. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff and, I have, Jeff and I have known each other 34 years. Okay. So we can play off each other very, very well. Um, so in the comic book, we own a dispensary. The world ends. Uh, shit hits the fan. And we're always high. Wow. Dealing but, with zombies. And, and Dealing where's the zombies. revenue generator? Does anybody have a revenue generator? Or, or, well, he does furniture. What do you do? I build houses. Oh, okay. So you're talking about your friendship outside of work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, you know, for the whole time, I never well, factored no, you guys. We, uh, we actually worked together for many, many years. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. How do you meet these guys? How'd you run into them on a work site? No, I was moving into a house and that asshole was sitting up on a roof laughing at me because I was moving a dresser by myself. And I was smoking Leo. a joint. And he was smoking Leo a was laughing at you, Leo. It's hard to huh? believe. Oh, no. No, no, Leo, no, no. We met Leo at a Comic-Con. Right. That's what I so, thought I heard before. Yeah, yeah. So okay. he was, he, he runs the Dorkening Podcast Network and they were but set ben up next to Ben is laughing at you. Ben is mocking you yeah. while you're moving a piece of furniture. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's sitting up there getting stoned. Look at you busting your ass, and that's entertainment for him. See? Well, yeah. And after I finished smoking the joint, we, me and my buddy that I was with, jumped down. We helped him move his dresser in. And that, and that sounds like Mike. So that's why you would be friends with Mike. Mike's that kind of guy. The minute you see something going, on, yeah, let me help you out with that. So is yeah. that how you guys met? Met? That's how you met on the move-in? Yeah. Wow. How yeah, long? Yeah, that was, was all uh, thirty-four years. 80, oh. 80, 86. Whoa. Eighty-six. 86. Ronald Reagan, Iran Contra. Wow. wow, yeah. Well, Leo, uh, how do you like the old guys talking? How? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, these guys. So, um, are you enjoying the interplay with the old? Do you get along with older guys? Uh, I get along with everybody. You know, it's You're an uh, easygoing guy. Oh, very it easy going. Yeah. Yeah. Leo is probably one of the most top-notch people that we've met in all the industries. Wow. Yeah, he's um he's a great guy. I haven't done anything yet that Leo didn't tolerate. Yeah, we've made ah. him turn red a few times, which is nice. That's a key element in the chemistry and the success of it all. So, Leo, what what's your passion? Are you a technical guy? Is that what you're thinking? What do you uh, enjoy the most? Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm technical. Uh, I worked retail in my early years and. Uh, ah. Got sick for of it. Any, any big names? Big name realty? Uh, uh, it was uh, for uh, uh, retail, I meant. Um, yeah, it was uh, software, et cetera. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, they turned into GameStop. 
Um, did they? Wow. Yeah. Did you get any stock on that? Did you have any stock options or no, ownership? No, no, it, it's, oh. I, no. It's I. I was one of the dorks that like I worked full time while I was going to high school. You know, to uh, to, to feed my you know. Uh, Technic technical habits, you know. Right, exactly. <laughs> to feed, to yeah. feed his technical yeah. addiction, folks. Yeah, exactly. He, he he has a technical addiction. Look over his shoulder. <laughs> look look over his right I was shoulder. I'm trying to make sense of that. Right, yeah. it's uh, completely different than yours. See all the fucking baby Yodas over. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I got sick of retail and, uh, you know, I, I started, you know, I was always into computers, always building computers and stuff and just, uh, you know, uh, wanted to get into programming, you know, I, since we sold computer books, I would teach myself, you know, I, I'd read all the books on it and stuff. And, uh, from there just built myself up. Now I'm working, uh, digital marketing for a large insurance company and, uh, you wow. know, yeah. You got any more questions for us, Ed? You're going to have to have us on your show. That's Isn't right. That right. We're running out of time now. We if I exhausted all. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, we're we're exhausted. Please let it. No, I I just looked at the time. It's eight twenty-seven, and it's like that's probably like four minutes past Jeff's dinner time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. See. Uncool. Yeah. Uh, fuck with my food. <laughs> so uh, I was going to order carabas before I went on, where I get a filet mignon. Then I get the mezzaluna ravioli with the lobster in there and uh, the sh uh, shrimp. Delicious. Uh, what do you What are you thinking about uh, for your meal tonight? Yeah. What are you What are you missing? Are you hungry? Well, yeah. My wife's making uh, big fat pork chops. Ah, pork chops. Wow. Awesome. You gonna have applesauce on the side with this? <laughs> I always have applesauce. Always. Is it mozz or any kind of applesauce? Uh, no, it can be any kind of applesauce. Any say you can go with a generic. Red apple is okay. Yeah, you know, red apple. <laughs> red okay. apple. I'm you know? not big on rye like mods. You know? Anyway, it's been great being with you guys. Uh, that, will you guys come on my show? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So uh, early, let's do something uh, early next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, when you can, guys can get on. Uh, let me know, and I have you on the show. I'd love to have you on. Absolutely. Sounds fun. Leo, yeah. what were you gonna say? Uh, Leo was gonna say something. You gotta learn how to speak up. Hey, e I told you, you, you've got the power of the button. You can mute all. Three I know I lights. can, but when there's conversation <laughs> flowing, when there's a good vibe going, you don't want to fuck that up. So, uh, I just oh, want to. I would. I would just. I would just <laughs> fuck it up. Oh, there we go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I just want to say we pulled the winner uh, for that. Uh, we had a ton of people that entered. Uh, General Zod76. So uh, you are the winner of 13, the uh, the evil gnome. And uh, Ben will be reaching out to you for your uh, information so he can mail it to you. Uh, we do have another prize. And uh, this here, uh, it was very difficult to do the artwork on it because it was so complicated. <laughs> Uh, ben, what are you giving away? Um, I don't know. Jeff, what are we giving away? Well, since it's holiday season, we figured we'd give away a gift card so people can buy what they want. There we go. So it's a $50 Visa gift card. We're going to be pulling a winner next week. And uh, for the people that are watching live now, you can get a uh, early jump on it in the chat. I'm putting the link uh, for the contest. So uh, head on over there now to uh, start entering for the $50 Visa gift card. I think it was a good time of year to do that. Totally. Yeah. I love when Leo, when he throws those fucking giveaways in the link like that, it's like I'm at a casino because it just goes, boop, 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 all the fucking platforms run. I'm like, holy shit. Leo, did you add some fucking platforms that I didn't know about? Jesus. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, no. 
um yeah no yeah, we'll, we'll come yeah. on the show we'd love to be on your show absolutely i'm saying absolutely. like uh next week i want to have you guys on uh we could definitely spend an hour or so uh continuing it, we had all good conversational threads tonight right, really right. enjoyed being with you guys yeah totally no we enjoyed uh, having you here you know it was definitely uh informational is it? You know, I was uh, kind of. No, it was a fucking fucking train, fucking train wreck. wreck about the opening segment. I don't think I was that bad, was I? No, no, no. No. You know, you no, weren't any worse than my backdrop. She's <laughs> very sensitive. You know how that is. They're very sensitive around the holidays and all that. You know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I just had so many things that I could have said. Yep. And I and I know if I had said it, it would have been the Eddie Murphy. You know, the fucking shoe would have came flying from off screen. Right. Right. <laughs> Right. So, Leo. Yes, sir. Take us, Take us out. out. Yeah. Well, uh, I want to thank everybody for watching this fine evening. And we have a ton of information in the show notes down below or up above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. Uh, even for the Ed Till show, uh, we have all the links there for him in uh, Florida Man Radio. So, uh, And for me, just Google Leo Pond. you find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. I'm not going to say which is which, but more importantly, head on over to thedorkening.com, which you can find all the shows on the network. 30 shows right now, which is absolutely insane. And uh, 2021, we're going to try to double that. Uh, so uh, with that, Ed, where'd he go? He's like Harry fucking Houdini over yeah. there. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Ed, you can find them on Facebook, uh, Ed Till Show, uh, Twitter, Ed Till, Instagram, Ed Till. Uh, he has a YouTube channel as well. Yeah. Also, he's Twitter. old. He probably had to pee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's FloridaManRadio.com. Also, uh, EdTill.com, I believe, as well. Uh, that should be in the show notes as well. Yeah. He'll be back. I don't know where he went. He will. Uh, you know, you, you're talking about Carl and I had a chance to see him live as well. That was, uh, that was an amazing show. Nice. Yeah. Saw him and, fun. uh, Stephen Wright in the, uh, same month. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a good combination yeah. right oh, there. Oh yeah, totally. You know, so I want to, um, I want to jump in here and, uh, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. I want to wish everybody a, a great day. Um, uh, those of you that are planning on getting together with family, just be safe. Uh, those of you who are not, um, you know, try to Skype, you know, uh, do your thing, you know, use Zoom, uh, bring, you know, keep people in your life. That's the most important thing. This separation thing is for the fucking birds. It's driving me crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're, we're almost to the end of it, though. So we just got to hold out a little bit longer and uh, a little bit longer, you know, just, you know but he's uh, back. <laughs> I want everybody to have a great turkey day tomorrow. You know what I mean? Don't stick your hand too far up there. And um, yeah. oh, no, fuck that all the way right to the elbow. <laughs> then the ride is over. You got to aren't you supposed to shove a duck up the turkey's ass? Isn't that what you turducken? Have you heard about this? You take a duck and you stick it up in it. I don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. That's what we're all talking about. Yeah. That. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's a pleasure to be with you guys. I'm very thankful for the kind of year that we're still alive. Isn't that great? Absolutely. Yeah. By the way, you guys ever get the COVID? No one got COVID on this show, did they? No. You guys COVID? No. No COVID here. I'm COVID free, but I've been in the house. So right. I wish you uh, great health and uh, prosperity. And then next week, we'll have you on my show. Yeah, absolutely. So, so good. Uh, Ed, where do you like uh, interacting with your fans the most? Uh, I don't. I try to. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that terrible? I go, I have a show. Isn't that enough? Isn't that enough that you can hear the show? Do I have to promote uh, yeah, a Facebook Ed Till show and everything else is at Ed Till. And then if that's not enough, 
there's an edtiln.com. So avail yourself of all of those. I try to pay attention, but I loathe the whole interaction experience. Okay, good to know. <laughs> nice. Uh, Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, you know, you can Google Leo, don't Google me. Uh, most of it might be true. Um, nice, nice. I'm Facebook. Find me on Facebook. Uh, I'll answer emails. If you have my email, I might answer it. The other platforms I don't fuck with, Twitch, Twitter. Right. I Insta, it, Instagram. Ben's trying to get me better on that and breaking in on that. But, you know, I mean, I do have an Instagram, actually, but it's from my woodworking. Yeah. It's instant wood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Insta wood. Well, you know, if you don't have time for it, you can uh, use the service and, you know, schedule out your posts and make sure you cover everything. In Instagram is good. It's one way outbound. I, anything that lets me say something and then let it go. I don't want to have to hear anything back. about. <laughs> Is it possible to structure it that people could be annoyed by what I say, but I wouldn't have to hear their retorts. People have a lot of retorts out there that I find are unnecessary, Ben. I don't know how right. you feel about a retort. Now, if it's a, 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 a one of my favorite fruit uh, tarts, that's different. A retort that's a tart is fine. But I don't want a remark. A, a remark doesn't do me any good. There's no nutritional value in a, in right. a remark. <laughs> Jeff, you would agree with that. Jeff, you look like a man who knows nutrition. You know nutrition. You're already in there. Leo. Oh, These guys, they don't know uh, health. But uh, it's been a pleasure being on the show. It's been a pleasure having you. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Talk to so, you next week. Is it don't go anywhere yet. I, I'm supposed to stick around after don't the show. Don't go anywhere yeah. yet. So, uh, right. we're, we're still live. Yeah. We're still on the show, but I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere. Right, take care, though. Bye. Uh, Benjamin. Oh, shit. Like, like Jeff said, no, we're on every social media platform out there. Right. Um, you can find us at stilltoking.com. To all our veterans and first responders, we want to thank you for doing what you do every day so people like us can come up here and do what we do every day. We love you, and we'll see you next week. We're out of here. Peace. Bye. Peace out. will buy you a mild acceptance, my free mind will keep me from under your spell. And when we die, you'll be another angel in heaven, but me I'll be. A fucking legend in heaven.